0: we were selling crack so there's a bunch of guns and shit you
1: did tell me in the that. house was, uh, i
0: told you we was hustling in the beginning i told you that
1: okay, okay to be more specific got it we were selling crack got it
0: and there was a bunch of you know crack is crack selling is dangerous all right so there was a bunch of fucking guns around and mm-hmm. i was like okay i gotta make the house safe okay i gotta unload all the guns in oh, the house no. fucking the most dumbest
1: thing you can actually do. Oh my gosh.
0: So I start unloading all the guns in the house. Gotta make it safe. Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. All right. Last one. Shotgun. One, two, three, four, five, six. I let the chamber drop and there was still a shell in it. Boom! This thing goes off right next to me. Like I literally, right next to me. I knew I blew my foot off. Thank God we were on the bottom floor. It was carpet and dust, concrete everywhere. I knew I blew my leg off. I looked down, nothing. That thing missed me, hit the carpet. It was a slug, thank God. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not blaming the shrooms for my dangerous lifestyle choices at the time, (laughs) but it didn't help. You know what I'm saying? So I vowed never to do shrooms again. Welcome to the lasagna Gotcha podcast. I am it to the Z exhibit.
1: And I'm Tammy, the cannabis cutie.
0: Yes. Welcome to this episode It's called highs and lows. Mm-hmm. You know, we've just, you know, in the beginning stages of putting this thing together. It's just, yes. you know, pretty exciting stuff. But as we go into this, I think our audience should know who we are. Go through some yes. of our own personal stories. They've seen me in the space and entertainment, different kind of stuff. They've seen you doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think on this platform together, I think there's some interesting stories that can come out from these conversations. Oh,
1: yeah. They've been funny off camera. So (laughs) (laughs) might as well turn the camera on.
0: Yes. Highs and lows. (laughs) Welcome to the Lasagna Conjure podcast, where we break down the layers of everything that's happening in cannabis culture, everything combined.
1: Yep. All right. So tell me about your week. Give me a high. Mm.
0: Woo. Okay. So I performed at the... uh, La- Final Lap Tour with Fifty ah. Cent and Buster Rhymes. All and,
1: right, yeah, That's Busta- huge. yeah, Busta's
0: my brother, man, and uh, you know he invited me to come out, and you know I got down in San Diego and Irvine.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was good, and then and then I had to drive back to to Vegas. I got I stayed there for a few hours then I had to go to Reno cuz me and the dog pound had a show out there. So, <laughs> you know, right. yeah, it's it's been kind of a whirlwind. So, you know, I'm glad I was able to get back and, you know, now we're here.
1: Is that your favorite thing to do? Music?
0: Uh, music I could do in my sleep. Everything okay. else I have to work really hard at. <laughs> <Okay.
1: Yeah. laughs> All right. All right. Um, yeah. A high for me. I went to Irvine, actually. So maybe I was there while you were performing. Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. um, but I went to go see an old friend of mine and I rolled up and mm. I was smoking and she wouldn't smoke. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> like, what's going on? Turns yeah. out she's pregnant. So, really? Yeah. So I oh, have a friend okay. that is expecting that's a high for me for the
0: What do you think about women that smoke weed when they're pregnant?
1: I think that sometimes women have conditions or pain. Mm -hmm. Um, So say a woman gets into a car accident she's dealing with a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to give her something like... I don't know what what a prescription pill is a popular one today, but they're Mm going to give her some kind of prescription painkiller that is safe for the baby. But there's still a risk of addiction. So I believe when it comes to cannabis use in pregnancy, I think it's between, it's it's a mother's decision. Mm -hmm. Mom has a system to receive the plant. Baby has a system to receive the plant. It's not going to be something that is damaging, although we don't know the effects. So Mm. I think that there is... um, a place for it. And the history shows that it is definitely something um, that has been used as a natural form of anesthesia, pain relief in labor and pregnancy and for menstruation. So yeah. I think that canna moms who consume cannabis while they're pregnant, like women with Crohn's or mm-hmm. epilepsy disorders, um, that's their right.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I saw a story, Christiane rock uh, blue faces.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. Person. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just had a had a, they would she was with the labor that you know Blueface said she smoking a blown the way to the hospital like it's,
1: I mean it, no, they, I wouldn't recommend I, that I, I don't know if that's that's a little yeah I mean yeah. one smoke is really harmful so yeah. if a woman is consuming cannabis throughout her pregnancy other um, administrative methods so like a topical or something in the bath or a drink or an edible might be mm. a better choice mm. um, but I would recommend yeah smoking, smoking a full bone black backwood on the no, way to
0: tobacco
1: Cedars. during pregnancy is not a good idea Yikes. yeah mm-hmm.
0: all right well god bless her you know hopefully that all works out you yeah know. <laughs> so you we're for the kids here on the show
1: absolutely absolutely
0: <laughs> yeah but uh yeah I, I had a great week you mm-hmm. know I'm 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 here um you know enjoying this weather mm-hmm. and uh yeah man there's there's a lot to get into so um I, there was a list of things that that were sent to us by you know our followers, right? And a bunch <laughs> of questions, right? And some of these things I'm going to read off and let's see if we can make some sense of it. Oh. All right. Well, this is very broad, you know. Like, <laughs> I, can you share your absolute best cannabis experience with us and what made it so unforgettable? I, <sighs> I don't know. I think it's. I think that's a calling for the first time you smoke. Yeah,
1: I think that's yeah. that's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. Me first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So for me, I was, I'll just preface, I was a square. Mm. I was, I did all the right things. I followed all the rules. I got scholarships to college. I was that kid, Mm. um, an example. Like everybody is proud of this one here. When I got to college, I did not do drugs. And the kid on my floor that was doing drugs—he always smelled like a pound of weed. We used to make fun of him, and he was the only one that made the honor roll, and I was on academic probation. <laughs> so that for me was like, oh, the dare program lied because this—they told me it was supposed to be the opposite. Right, right. Um, so I—the first time I smoked weed was in uh, college in my <laughs> friend's <laughs> 350Z. <laughs> All right. And uh, that was the beginning of my life-changing forever.
0: Man, that yeah. the, yours is at least. You were responsible, <laughs> you know.
1: Until I got a zero point eight GPA, yeah. like how does one even get a zero point eight GPA? My mom wow. couldn't even be mad. She yeah. was just like,
0: <laughs> "You're super failing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like my first time smoking weed, I was in high school, mm-hmm. and uh, I was uh, in the I was I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I was at Cibola High School in the parking lot. My man, my be, one of my best friends, Richard Harvey, and and one of our mutual friends named Wally. Okay. he had a green Buick Skylark. Okay, and Richard used to want to be Kumo D, so he had those glasses that he used to wear all the time, and the, he had every matching leather hat too. Remember the little mm-hmm. yeah yeah? He had the leather hats too, and him Wally said you want to smoke a joint, so we went to his car. And it was like the pressed, you know, the 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 Mexican weed with the fucking seeds in yeah, it. Yeah, right?
1: Reggie.
0: Yeah, Reggie. It was full blown Reggie. Yeah. So he didn't even break it up. Well, not in hindsight. I saw it was the worst joint ever. It was like <laughs> had holes and shit, sticks, everything out of it. And we smoked it and. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Okay. You know, it was... A, I, I didn't feel like I got high. Yeah, right? okay.
1: Same for me. I didn't feel like it, but I had the munchies. Right. And so I was like, I've got to do this again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> next time, it was up.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. The next time I had some actual good weed, and then it, it was on from there. But, I mean, the it's been a part of my life since I was a since I was a youngster. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And now, you know, there's... There's, there's, there's never been a time when I haven't had cannabis around me, okay. you know, like, especially when I became a musician, it was like very important. It's like the thing to do. Yeah. Right. And not, not, not just because of that it was about finding the best, you know what I'm saying? And that was kind of where I found my, But you know, I, of course I had alcohol and stuff going on too, but cannabis was the go-to. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. That's dope. Um, shout out to the people that introduced us to cannabis. Yeah, I mean, sh- thanks, Wally, for <laughs>
0: having you so shitty ass weed.
1: Yeah, shout out to Justin Santana. <laughs> you changed my life. And I made the honor roll eventually, four times.
0: Okay, here's one here's one for you. Um, uh what's the secret recipe for turning a regular day into an extraordinary one using cannabis as you discover through your best experiences?
1: Mm, they're
0: asking for like a Zen moment. Like okay. What is that? How does that happen with cannabis?
1: Gosh, it's all about setting intention. And then also you can kind of create a little ceremony or, gosh, a little ritual. Mm. So you can kind of do some breathing, set up your space, turn on your music, clean it, um, put a blanket down to lay on or sit on and like really set your intention. Bless the blunt, if you will. Set your intention on what you want to feel and then spark it up and see what she does.
0: Mm. That's awesome, man. That mm-hmm. that's very, you know, that's very calm, relaxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the like like a bath, yeah. or something. You do that too. You hit the little tuning forks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, incense. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very zen. Yeah, yeah. My experience has always been like prison riots. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. loud ass music. Everybody going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chain smoking. I, I think, but it, but it relaxes me. Mm-hmm. It's, but it, you know, it gets me there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Whatever you got to do.
0: Whatever you got to do. As long as as long as long you're at peace at the end.
1: Right. That's the whole point. Yeah.
0: Man. Okay. So, oh my goodness. What's your worst cannabis nightmare came to life? What was your immediate reaction and how did you handle the situation?
1: Anytime I was out of weed, but also um, Super Bowl Sunday this year. Mm-hmm. Rihanna was performing, my wife. I'm not even gay, but if she tried, I would.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Rihanna, noticed. <laughs> and um,
1: I had a friend who brought over a tincture to make Bebs, mm-hmm. and she did not realize that this tincture was 1,000 milligrams. Oh. She didn't measure. And I asked a question that was so dumb and I find myself to be intelligent. I was like, I wouldn't ask that. What's wrong with me right now? (laughs) And then I asked her, I was like, yo, do you know how much you put in here? And she was like, no. So my best friend goes over there and he's like, Tam is 300 milligrams from the bottle missing. I have an empty cup next to me, so we'll <laughs> just say I made it to Rihanna, and that was it. That was it. That yeah, was I was it. yeah, I was high for the next thirty hours or something like that. <laughs> well,
0: I, you know, I've had so a couple. I have a high tolerance. Let me okay. lead with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a high tolerance, mm-hmm. so I've had some real adventurous times with cannabis. Yeah, but I, I, there's only one. Bad experience I've had it. It had nothing to do with cannabis. It has to do with mushrooms.
1: Okay. Oh, no. (sighs) So
0: let me. (laughs) So here's my nightmare scenario with let's just say a high. Right. So uh, I was really young. Friend of mine comes through and he brings a a homeboy with him. He has some mushrooms. So I had never taken them. Yeah. You know, and my best friend, his, uh, my friend at the time, his name was Lamar Johnson, okay. and he was from Chicago. Real black militant, Blackstone rager, You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like gangster militant guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we we thought he was super intense, but we loved him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so we were also, you know, trying to hustle on the side, so we had a little money, and you know, yeah. it, it was it was it was it was a fun time at the time. And so this guy comes through and he's trying to impress us. He gives us some mushrooms. So we eat the mushrooms, but he gave us a handful. <sighs> oh. he, he didn't say, like, take a cap or take a stem or. No, I just ate the whole thing. Been there. <laughs> And then Lamar did the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we just like, oh, this is fucking horrible. It's mm-hmm. nasty. So then the guy's like, oh no, wait. And he's like, we like, what? You know, no, and he's don't worry about it. So he gives us vitamin C pills too, right? Vitamin C <laughs> pills on top of it. Drinking no some orange way. No, We drank some orange juice to wash it <laughs> no. down. So we're waiting for this thing to happen. We used to cannabis. Mm-hmm. So we're like, man, this shit ain't doing shit. Oh, this no. ain't doing nothing. This is doing nothing.
1: PSA as soon as you say that and think that thought that's when they yeah yeah, that's when yeah. They come it's, for it's you. like
0: this is doing absolutely nothing so we like we feel, we feel fine we're good so we get invited to this party about an hour away from where we live so we get to this party and you know I start feeling funny and we're sitting on this couch at the, you know with we we're, we're only you know only black kids in a whole fucking house right okay. So I go to the bathroom and I sit on the toilet and I'll never forget this. It was a black and white checkered floor. And I saw the floor move like a wave. Yep. Then it settled back down. I had never seen nothing like that before ever (laughs) in life. So I was. So then I sat out and did again, like some Matrix shit. yo. and, And immediately I snapped out of it. I was like, oh, shit, Lamar. Cause he's he's gonna trip. You know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna trip. So I go out there, and it was like a movie. It was like as I was like going to the couch, at the same time, it was this young lady bringing a tray of food to us, right? So it was like we met there at the exact same moment, and before I saw, I looked down and saw Lamar. His face looked like he was like about to get hit by a train, and so the girl says. And God bless her. She meant nothing by it. She's like the girl says. Hey, I brought you guys some chicken because I know you like chicken.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Lamar stands up immediately, punches her hard as he can <gasps> right in the face. <laughs> like punches her like a fucking man. I don't mean to laugh, but what? Tray goes flying, chicken wings everywhere. Oh no. So now we're fighting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it turns out that the girl's house where we're at Uh-oh. was the girl he punched. punched. And the, all the rest of the guys in there were a football team
1: oh, no! for the
0: local high school. And that was his girlfriend. So we're fighting a room full of, Fucking crazy people. Yeah. We are actually going toe to toe. It is, we, bottles getting thrown, shit's fucking going haywire, and we're shrooming our balls off. This is not fun, right? <laughs> so we get in this truck, we get in the truck, they are standing on top of shit, like throwing these bottles at my fucking car. Just fuck out of here, you motherfuckers. So we're backing up and we're driving. Now, where we're, where we're driving is no, Lights. It's just we're driving in the desert. It's moonlight. It's no lights on the road. So we're driving going through this roller coaster of emotions. Like we're I'm like we we keep saying the same sentence over and over again. Like, oh man, you punched that bitch in the face. (laughs) We are like dying laughing. And then we say the same man, you punch that bitch in the face.
1: I'm oh crying. My gosh. Yeah. So
0: we're going through this stupid ass, heavy ass roller coaster until we get to back to the house. I don't know how we fucking made it, but we got there. So I get the guy on the phone. I'm fucking cussing him out. I'm like, you motherfucker, you yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm drinking milk trying to stop this shit. I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck you, stop this shit. Mother, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> He's like, bro, just calm down. Go in, go in a safe place, turn off the lights get some you know just some some real quiet okay 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 so hang up the phone and mind you i told you we 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 were selling crack so there's a bunch of guns and shit you did tell me in the house uh, i told you we was hustling in the beginning i told you that okay okay. (laughs) to be more specific got it we were selling crack got it and there was a bunch of you know crack is crack selling is dangerous All right. So there was a bunch of fucking guns around and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I gotta make the house safe. Okay. I gotta unload all the guns in oh, the house. No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the most dumbest thing you can actually oh, do. Oh my gosh. So I start unloading all the guns in the house. Gotta make it safe. Turn off the lights, turn off the lights. All right. Last one, shotgun. One, two, three, four, five, six. I let the chamber drop and there was still a shell in it. Oh boom, this thing goes off right next to me. Like I literally, right next to me. I knew I blew my foot off. Thank God we were on the bottom floor. It was carpet and dust, concrete everywhere. I knew I blew my leg off. I looked down, nothing. That thing missed me, hit the carpet. It was a slug, thank God. And I was like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not blaming the shrooms for my dangerous lifestyle choices at the time, (laughs) but it didn't help. You know what I'm saying? So I vowed never to do shrooms again. You know what I'm saying? And then I did, and that's another story, and it's just as bad.
1: Oh no! (laughs) Uh, I need your friends to just do you a little bit better. You got to start off with micro doses. Get used to the wiggles. We're going
0: to talk about micro dosing, but that was my nightmare scenario with uh, a controlled substance.
1: That was terrible. <laughs> I, as you were telling, I was like, it can't get worse.
0: Oh, yeah, it got worse. It's <laughs> levels to the worstness. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, I, oh, I was sad because I missed the rest of the game because I don't know if anybody <laughs> remembers, but that was a great game.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Can we take a smoke break? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Okay, so continuing on, let's talk about the people who shared your best cannabis moments. Who are your cannabis comrades? And what makes them the ultimate adventure partners?
1: Okay, um, I have to talk about my twin brother. Okay. So he was also a square.
0: Like, All right. but more square okay. like I wanted
1: to punch him in the face right. so I started consuming cannabis after the notorious 0.8 GPA right. and um probably like three four years later my twin brother was like Tammy we need to talk about your cannabis use <laughs> I think you're a drug addict and I'm like oh my god uh, <laughs> so it was um, after our birthday and I had a whole bunch of cash and we were going to Dave and Buster's together and I was like, wait, before we go in, I got to smoke. Like, And he was so upset, like, you're a drug addict. You can't do anything. <laughs> so I was like, $50 for you to hit this. And he's like, no, I have morals. So I have a lot of cash and yeah. I'm like, everybody has a number. So I'm going up, going up. <laughs> Finally, his fiance at 450 was like, bro. Like, we got bills, you need to take one for the team. So he's like, fine, I'll do it. And uh, he has not missed a day of smoking since. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, he joined the cannabis industry, had a consumption lounge, a cultivation, dispensary, and now he has like a chain of head shops, him and his friends. That's crazy.
0: (laughs) You know, I see a lot of people coming into cannabis that had, you know, Like preconceived notions about what it was, and and, you know the stigma because of the um, legal aspect or illegal aspect of what cannabis represented. We're on drugs didn't help, but there's a lot of people I see now that you know, you know are are really you know up in age, Mm -hmm. but still you know feel comfortable enough to come outside and consume. Yeah, Um, I think. I, I think it's 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 changing. The yeah. dynamic is changing. The perception mm-hmm. is changing,
1: yeah, with education, it's it's definitely helping. But no. a lot of our generation and older, um, we were scared about the side effects of getting caught with it. I mm. don't know if it was necessarily the plant because, I mean, we have a lot of good examples in pop culture. You're one of them of long-term cannabis use. Yeah, It's the, the side of the, the worst side effects is the loss. Yeah. It's the loss. And then of course those commercials didn't help. Yeah. This is your brain on drugs. Yeah. And then like the kids sitting on the couch and then now it's a performance enhancing drug. Shout out to Shakari Richardson. Yeah. Like, <laughs> make up your mind government.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think whatever we're doing now uh, will be, you know, look back on as, as elementary as well, because as things become more free, mm-hmm. um, you know, they it's going to, it's going to settle down into something else, Yeah, you know, uh, decriminalizing it is not the same as legalizing it, mm-hmm. you know? Um,
1: well, I mean, they want to reschedule. That's something that's been in the talks, but
0: man, de- but full legalization is what we're looking for. And not yeah. to be lumped in with other things that are fucking, you know, what's the guy from uh, from Florida talking about fitting on lace weed? Like, come on. Nobody's yeah. fucking with that. But that don't a- even make sense.
1: There's an argument for not legalizing it, too. So, like, why should we have been penalized? How many millions of people have been turned into second-class citizens because now they have a record? Now they can't work in certain places. They can't go to school. They Mm -hmm. can't get certain benefits. They can't vote. They can't get a passport. Mm -hmm. And now you want to legalize it, and you want to get profits and taxes off of this? Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Like, we don't want any legalization. And I say we because I'm a part of that because you're not about to benefit off what we kept alive and what you ruined a lot of families and generations Mm -hmm. for. So. So we're. I'm all about decriminalization. I don't want it legalized or rescheduled.
0: Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And
1: because they don't know what they're doing with it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's 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 going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they take us, the mm-hmm. operators, the people you know that don't understand you know. Only understand the marketing and profit and the spreadsheets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They really don't care about the culture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if they really completely just try to buy the culture yeah. or they try to incorporate the culture. It's two different things. Yeah. Um, yeah. W- I I would love to see them take the people who built the brands and then bring them into their structure. So that way the soul of what's happening goes with it.
1: Yes. Um, I think that these companies, these big companies that started out, had they did the right thing and signed these growers, the way that we sign athletes mm -hmm. and entertainers, like you get a $10 million contract for X amount of years because you have 30 years experience and you're notoriously known in, you know, mm -hmm. Mendocino, Trinity, you know, Emerald County, like, it is just... It's so it's so crazy to see all these companies with so much money that just are growing bad weed. It's yeah, like yeah, you yeah, could have yeah. like saved yourself yeah. so much of they a headache. They think it's a crop. They think yeah. it's like
0: corn or beans yes, they or something. Do. No. And it's not. It it's takes a certain type of, of know-how. Yeah, it's it an art.
1: Every cultivator, yeah. every famous um, notorious cultivator has their own techniques that makes their flower good. Mm-hmm. So, and let alone genetics are just one thing. It's the technique and the patience. Correct. And the, Cannabis the is not
0: tobacco. So please oh. stop trying to. Lump it together and Stop big guys coming in. Her. Yeah. Come on. It's not it. <laughs> Love it's not it. Selling everybody a bunch of bad shit doesn't make it good.
1: <laughs> we we'll call those mids. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mids. What's the most unusual or unexpected place you've ever found yourself in during a cannabis fueled adventure?
1: Oh my gosh. I'm in a sorority. Mm-hmm. And I. I was going to a probate which is a coming out show of the new line mm. the unveiling cuz when you're pledging it's a secret. So I was going it was an OU and I was going and um I had a <laughs> Funfetti cake is my favorite cake by the way and I had uh,
0: What wait what what cake?
1: Funfetti? What the f-
0: Oh, Funfetti. Yeah, the vanilla, yes, Funfetti. So
1: I had bought edibles, and one of them was a Funfetti cupcake. And in my car, I was hungry, and I ate it, and I didn't think about it. Yeah. And while I was at this probate, this cupcake kicked in so hard, (laughs) and I was embarrassed. I was president of my chapter at the time (laughs) I was mortified I was like I know these people are looking at me in Oklahoma like people are like what is wrong with this girl I was I was so high yeah I was not expecting that it was so unprofessional
0: oh my god I think uh um something unexpected happened with cannabis I I think because I've I've done music I've kind of smoked everywhere Mm -hmm. um so I think the most unexpected thing with cannabis that happened was like again i gotta leave with i have a high tolerance you know so i take chances Mm -hmm. uh i went to the house and uh, i had a bag right it didn't it didn't smell as good and i i just had a bag and so i just wanted to make some butter Mm -hmm. right so i made the butter didn't didn't weigh anything. Didn't, you know, just grind it up, cooked it in a pan, just, you know, added the, the stuff. Yeah. Made it. Right. Left it overnight. It came downstairs and I put it in this bowl and I dumped the liquid off of yeah, it. Yeah. I got this big, nice green, like like green circle of butter this big. Yeah. Right. And so. I was like, you know, I've taken edibles. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect, so I take this. I take, you know, I put it on a bagel, and no. I eat it, right? <laughs> and uh, I was sitting at the table, and the person talking to me. I just remember, I remember seeing them, and and then my ears started ringing. And then I I I I would just could I had a hard time understanding what was ha- what was she was saying, and so he said, you know, I'm tired. I think I'm gonna just close my eyes for a second. Yo, <laughs> when I woke up, the fire department was in my house. Oh no! <laughs> and the guy was hooking up the EKG shit to me. Yo, yo. I, I was super high. And I was just like, I, when I woke up, I was like, hey, man, what are you doing? He's like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, bro, we thought you had like a, a cardiac arrest or something. I was like, bro, I'm just fucking high. <laughs> and then he just took, he started taking the things off. And then he said, my, <laughs> my, you da- being look, my, my like- son said, dad, you didn't hear us yelling. I said, what the fuck? What are you talking about? He said, Dad, your face turned white. <gasps> you and and you and and you your body went limp and we can't try to wake you up.
1: Oh, that was just the best sleep of your life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He said your face went totally white and and it's it like I was just uh, you killed him. You killed him <laughs> <laughs>
1: <No> <laughs> that's, that's way. Up. I was like, what the fuck did you do?
0: You killed my dad. And so and so the fire department was just like they was. They packed up their stuff. They thought it was funny. Left. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got a bill for that. But oh yeah, yeah like yeah. if
1: you are ever that. Yeah, that high was don't unexpected though. I've never had.
0: That's never happened to me yeah. before. But that shit was at This so I, I I mean it was off the charts. That that butter was like, It lasted me for like fucking six months. It's crazy. Wow. wow. <laughs> I loved it. That's- I was like, I gotta make that shit again
1: yeah that's insane if you're ever really high though don't go to the doctor because they're just gonna put you in a bed for you to take a nap
0: yeah yeah and then you're gonna get billed for that so just stay you're not home. gonna die
1: yeah you you're gonna feel like it yeah why yeah. do <laughs> people wait i
0: got a question because mm-hmm. i couldn't figure this out which certain people like when they take cannabis Paranoia shoots out the roof. Mm-hmm. Is that some character thing or is that like a mental thing? Oh
1: um, gosh, in the spiritual perspective, it's a character thing. So mm. the thing about humans is sometimes a lot of people walk around with masks on. In mm. cannabis, is you lose control of that mask. The, that mask. So um, that paranoia of people seeing what's under that mask because they're so uncomfortable with who they are, mm. that anxiety and paranoia, plus the fact that it's illegal in a lot of places and they don't mm. want to go to jail. Mm. And then for people who already have um, severe mental health issues like schizophrenia, it can trigger um, some of that if you already have it. It's not going to create it. Um, But if you are spiritually grounded and kind of set, set and setting matters so much with psychedelics, just like it does with cannabis. And Mm -hmm. I think people don't understand that, which is why so many people have paranoia and anxiety. Yeah,
0: I've I've never had that issue. Like even I've just always been mellow. It's Mm -hmm. never taken me out of my character. Yeah. You know, it's been very, uh, had the opposite effect. It's calmed me down. Right. It's put me in a very peaceful place. Yeah. But, you know, I've seen people, like, lose it. Yeah. Like, crawling on the floor, like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck have you done in your life when you scared to death? No, they could
1: absolutely have some kind of, you know, severe mental health disorder that's Mm. kind of showing itself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I was kicking at the bottom of the barrel for a second.
1: Yeah, listen. <laughs> Cannabis can be psychedelic, especially with an edible overdose. That is... Yeah, hmm. yeah. Oh my God. Don't wish it on my enemy. Yeah, hell yeah. Be careful out there. Folks.
0: <laughs> be careful out there. All right. Um, if you were to give a TED Talk mm. about... I would love to do that, by the way. I don't know what I would do it on, but I would love to do a TED Talk. Mm-hmm. I, I, I gotta pick my subject. I would love it. If you were... To give a TED Talk about your best cannabis experience, what would the key takeaways be?
1: I think I would really harp on the education like I always do. And Mm -hmm. not only do I have an extensive um, library in this mind of mine of the information, I have over a decade's experience with the plant, too. So Mm -hmm. I'm not just somebody who studies it. I have used it. So I would go in that direction. And then I would talk about it. From my perspective as a mom and as a student and as a friend and as a spiritual person and incorporating it into my spiritual practice. Um, I would talk about it in all of those regards um, to kind of combat every all of the prohibition of you know there's so we as far as like how much information is against and is for it's like mm-hmm. so outnumbered for such a long time so mm-hmm. I would break it down so that it was so easy a little kid could understand and then yeah. everybody would change their mind and the world would be a better place.
0: Hey, <laughs> I'm going to that TED talk. God Let's damn go.
1: it, we're
0: going Sign to me that one. Up. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, I think you would kill
1: it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Describe the role of music in your best and worst cannabis experience. Any favorite songs or playlists that set the mood? Music for me has been like, it's been a safe haven. It saved my life, you know? Um, so anytime I could think about, you know, listening to music as a kid, I I listened to songs. I was just listening to uh new Edition, and I listened to everybody's solo stuff. Mm-hmm. I listened to Bobby Brown, I listened to Bell Biv DeVoe and it just took me back to different places, you know. And cannabis was always there. So, um, but I do I do remember just the, you know the good feeling of 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 driving, you know, after one of my records came out and listening back to it on on my car system driving around. Mm-hmm. It's a different feeling, yeah. you know. And then I I was smoking my cars at the time, so I'm I'm just taking it all in, driving down the coast. I mean, that is like the trifecta of feeling mm-hmm. good in a in a real zen place, you yeah. know. So music is a, the soundtrack to our lives, yeah. You know, and so I feel really good about the connection that I've had as a musician, as an artist, with music, cannabis, and being creative.
1: Yeah, I yeah. love that. I mean, music and cannabis have always been intertwined since the beginning of time. I mean, even jazz music that we can thank cannabis to that for that. So... I love to listen to anything, but I was listening to Red Light District by Ludacris because I loved yeah, that yeah, album when yeah. I was in middle school. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's the best weed album. And my- I knew before I knew <laughs> really <laughs> that I like the plant. So I like smoking to to that. Larry June's also nice to smoke, too. So mm. there's a lot of good. Um, and then there's even a, um, a jazz album, Reefer Madness jazz album that really? I like to smoke, too. OK, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on that, I'm on that hip hop shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll smoke the Cypress albums. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. they got of really Boom, good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The first record, you know what I'm saying? Cypress Hill. The Chronic. Oh uh, yeah. The Chronic is good too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all of that stuff, but everything that came out from that time was, was, was good smoking music. Yeah. Yeah. I got a song called, um, get, uh, fucked up with me <laughs> and uh, it's on the wash soundtrack.
1: Okay. And uh, oh, wow that movie was it was so
0: very cool. experimental because I was actually smoking throughout the whole record okay and it came out pretty dope so um all of that stuff you hear on that record <laughs> is real
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay <laughs> yeah yeah you know, but uh we have fun with it it was good
1: all right yeah
0: mm-hmm. to wrap it up, what's your message to others who are exploring the highs and lows of cannabis based on your personal journey?
1: Mm, based on my personal journey, don't get discouraged um, if people are judging you, if you're embarrassed about your use or if you've had a bad experience. Educating yourself is extremely important and know that what works for one person may not necessarily work for you mm-hmm. It's a plant. And just like you're allergic to certain parts of nature, you can be kind of allergic to certain strains. So definitely treat it like a food, smell it, touch it. Does mm-hmm. it seem like something you want to put in your body? If not, pass. Find something else.
0: On the business side, man, mm-hmm. I would say that if you're going to get into cannabis, get into it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Of course, everyone wants to make everyone wants to make money. Everyone wants to be uh, successful and wealthy. But you know there is a culture here, and that if we don't take care of it in a foundation, we can never build a solid house.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Chase your passion.
0: <laughs> so let's get it together. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna uh, next time. We're gonna talk about uh, top five, top ten cannabis companies in the country because i think we need to start keeping track of that keep a pulse on that because it's going to be interesting in this next year or two
1: mm, all right let's yeah, talk about it
0: let's do it so thank you for listening to the lasagna ganja podcast i'm x to the z exhibit
1: and i'm tammy the cannabis cutie
0: Follow us at dcpofficial.com yes the lasagna ganja podcast there's so much that we're going to share with you guys thank you for coming on early mm-hmm. let's get it
1: Check out the Lasagna Ganja podcast wherever podcasts are streamed.
0: And check out our separate feed with video episodes.
1: Available on Spotify and YouTube.
0: For more information, visit DCPOfficial.com.